Thanks for downloading episode 83 of the Shrimps Verdict podcast. All opinions expressed to those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or of Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. Jensen Wake can just mop that one up on the edge of the Morgan box. Tries to go up and over looking for the run of Kieran Phillips. That might turn into a beautiful one. Kieran Phillips oh. has a very early chance there. Did really well to turn his defender inside out. And his shot is well palmed away by Wildsmith. Yeah, just uh, a long ball forwards. Really good into the path of, uh, of Kieran Phillips. Who did excellently just to ride that pressure from the uh, Derby County defender. Just cut inside and fired the effort at goal, but the, the, the goalkeeper just equal to it on that occasion. Versailles tries to keep the attack alive. Breaks for Kieran Phillips, who's uh, got a lot to do by himself. He goes round one, oh, that's goes round play. two. He's on the edge of the box here. Kieran Phillips oh. has a shot away as well, and if that had found the back of the net, that would have been a super, super special goal. But super work by Kieran to fashion that opportunity and a decent stop allowed down to his right-hand side. Yeah, the Shrimps faithful rightly so showing their appreciation to, uh, to Kieran Phillips. Just uh, excellent uh, footwork from them, wasn't it? Just cutting it inside and out. Managed to get the shot on goal. Darby just looking to recycle the ball. Dobbin trying to go around Cooney that time. Dobbin did get the bounce of the ball he was looking for and he's advancing towards the edge of the box. There's Dobbin, that might well be a penalty. It is a penalty kick. Anthony O'Connor on Dobbin. I think I've just got the wrong side of him. I'll be honest, it looked from here as if Ant just lent into him, a little nudge in his back. And that's all that Dobby needed to hit the deck. And the referee has no hesitation in pointing to the spot. And in the 37th minute, awarding the Rams a penalty. My first thoughts were just the speed of the lad just got in front. I don't know if he's just drawn that in from Anthony O'Connor. But the referee very quick to make that decision. And it's a spot kick for Derby County on 38 minutes. Done so well so far as well to keep it at nil-nil. We've not looked under any undue pressure as well, really. And now it's the vastly experienced James Collins against Connor Ripley from the spot in front of the Bartercard Faithful here at the Mazuma Stadium. Morecambe nil, Derby County nil. Shrimps live on Beyond Radio. Whistle goes. Collins from the spot. Get him! Brilliantly saved. Low down to his left-hand side by Connor Ripley. What a save from Connor Ripley. Full stretch to his left to send the ball behind for a corner kick. And the Mizuma Stadium explodes with appreciation to the goalkeeper. Is that a second penalty? That time, referee makes the shape of the ball. Great tackle on McGoldrick by uh, Ryan Cooney. Derby coming on strong. But with Nick possession away there, Jensen Weir can move forward over the halfway line. Needs to find Adam Mayer on this left-hand side. Mayer's going to try and get it to Kieran Phillips, who's got it on the edge of the Derby County box now. He's got Shaw Herring up on his right-hand side for company. Couldn't quite play the right pass, but we might get a, a lucky second bounce of the ball here as Mayer keeps it in on the byline, crosses it in, headed away. Might fall for Weir, who gets a volley on. Yes! Weir! 
pole axe there did Dylan Connolly. There's, there's taking one for the team. Wow. And there's that. That was he's been a he's terrible been, he's tackle. Been, he's been cut in half there, hasn't he? Absolutely cut in half. I think he knows he's got away with one. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimps' verdict on Beyond Radio. Yeah, it was an excellent game tonight. I think it was, you know, end to end from the start. It was non-stop. Two teams going for it. You know, passing really well. Uh, you know, finding space between uh, both defences and in midfield, and uh, it made the, the game really open. And uh, we're delighted, obviously, to go in uh, half time, win a lot with a great finish from Jensen Weir. But we started the game very well. Kieran Phillips had a few opportunities early in that first half and uh, we could have been further ahead. They've had a penalty kick uh, in that first period where uh, Connor saved it and then he's made another penalty save in the second half. We probably should have had a penalty, they should have had a sending off or uh, an assault uh, on the halfway line but as I've been saying the decisions are not going with us at this moment in time because we're only uh, small Morecambe, uh, Ipswich Town came here, we had a goal chopped off for side and it was onside. Uh, but over the night I thought the players were, were excellent I thought that uh, the way they worked and that's the only way that we're going to get uh, to be in a safe position this year is that everyone works their socks off and we have a bit of quality and we had that tonight So much to pick from that game Start off with the, the two Conor Ripley penalty saves fantastic saves Yeah I mean to obviously guess right uh, and get himself into a position where he's been able to read uh, where the penalty uh, taker's going to take it. They change penalty takers uh, from first half to second half and, uh, you know, outstanding saves. Were they penalties, were they not, we're not sure. But um, in the end, he's got to make them. I'm sort of stood here, disappointed in a way, that to get a draw with Derby County, we could have had so much more. And that shows how far you've come, especially in the last few weeks, maybe even. Yeah, I mean, we've taken five points now from three championship sides, Wickham, Barnsley and uh, now Derby County. And, you know, the, the disappointment in that is we went away to Cheltenham and didn't win. And uh, we've changed personnel uh, around a bit. We've seen the work that we've had throughout the squad. We've got a bit of quality in it as well. We've been able to get a few players back from injury. We've got competition for places on the bench now that we've not had uh, throughout the season. Uh, and that's helping us uh, go forward. Is it a case of consistency now? Because the three home performances have been excellent. The two away ones, Burton and Cheltenham, not been so great. Is it getting that standard to a level that's a consistent week in, week out? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to find that difficult because uh, we're not as good as the other teams. But what we can give is, is effort. We've only got Sheffield Wednesday to play, MK Dons to play and Portsmouth to play in the next three games. And uh, But the players have got to take the confidence from the three games that they've had against teams that have been in the Championship recently and uh, that's where we are I thought Adam Muir was outstanding tonight to come in and make his full league debut uh, his work ethic his play when he got on the ball uh, was outstanding I was going to say Adam May he gave him his first football league start and I wondered if it might be a bit big for him the game but it wasn't was it he was fantastic as you say on the ball created chances and a few efforts himself yeah I mean Adam doesn't care and that's a good thing he plays the game that the way that youngsters should play the game he does well out of possession as well he understands what he's got to do when the opposition have the ball but when he's got the ball he just goes and plays and uh, that's why he's so free and, and he's able to you know create you know good opportunities for his teammates there's a point you made there about the the officials and you know the big teams like Derby and Ipswich do you think they generally get the, the decisions their way I know they say it in the premiership sometimes but I've noticed it in League One this year, that seems to be the case as well. 
Well, the, the one in the halfway line typifies it. You know, it's, it's a sending off. You know, Cashman has hit him uh, high. Uh, it's dangerous play. It's it's aggressive. Uh, he's not the last man, but it, it is a sending off. We should have had a penalty on Saturday. We should have had a penalty tonight. We don't get them. The opposition have got two penalties here uh, against us tonight. They had two penalties uh, at Ipswich as well. You don't tell me that uh, we get the decisions. We don't get the decisions, but you know, I was delighted that uh, you know Connor Ripley uh, was able to to save them because uh, he's a big presence for us, uh, not only in stature but in the dressing room as well. Away from that, again, the fans right behind you tonight, five thousand here, and that you're going to need that as the season goes on, aren't you? The, the fans right behind you all the way. Yeah, of course. You know, we're in League One for a reason because we deserve to be here. Uh, we got promoted. We were able to stay up uh, last season. And we know how tough it's going to be this year. And uh, you only have to look at the finances of the other clubs uh, in this division. And uh, Derby County, the players that they've got, if you can get a Dobbin, a Mendes Lang, a Collins and a Goldrick uh, as a front four, then you're spending a bit of money. Finally, another goal for Jensen Weir and a cracking goal it was too. Yeah, his fifth goal of the season. And this time it was his left foot. And, uh, you know, a fantastic strike. Uh, adding to his goal tally, you know, from midfield. Uh, we had Kieran Phillips had a few, you know, good opportunities tonight, and even the defenders Delaney, you know, towards the end could have, you know, won the game. Well, Connor, it's not often you get to save two penalties in a game, and uh, tremendous saves they were too. Yeah, um, it's not the first time as well. So I've done it at Oldham, and um, doing it again, it's it's a great feeling saving a penalty. So saving two was was just awesome, and uh, it was it just fell for me today and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful but they, were, they were both good penalties as well I, I can't even say they weren't good penalties yeah they were, they were alright yeah the um, you know I've got to again I've got to give a lot of credit to Baz he, Baz does a lot of work and a lot of homework on, on the team and uh, he was the one who, who told me to go left for the first one he told me to go left on the second one and uh, I uh, ignored his advice and I just feel like he saw, McGoldrick saw me point to my left and I kind of saw him and uh, I just changed my mind and went to my right and uh, made the save so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy about it. Is it one of those games where you thought nothing's going to beat me today and then unfortunately a deflected shot went into the bottom left hand corner? Yeah, it was, it was really frustrating. You know, he, he's, he, he's he had the shot and, and, I, and I felt like I was going to save it as well the way he hit it and the way he was coming at me and then he, he took that deflection and I was just... I just couldn't get there and you know they were pressing for it but I don't believe they should have won I thought we were outstanding you know I thought I genuinely thought we were outstanding and and uh, it's been coming for us to thump a, a team and I thought it was going to be the day but it wasn't but you know a massive shout out to um, Adam Mayer as well we've just been talking about it there I think I think he's a special talent I think he works his socks off. He's humble. He he wants to learn, and you know he deserved to be on that pitch and starting. So, you know, I'm I'm very I'm proud of him. I'm very happy for him as well. We talked about him before. 19 years old, coming on for his first start against Derby County of all teams. It could have overawed him, but it didn't, did it at all? I think like when you when you're that young, there's no there's not really any pressure for him. You know, if he doesn't do well, then he's out of the team, and he, he's gonna. He can come on a few times, but you know what? He just took it in his stride, and, and he, he didn't look out of place. You know, like 
just getting on the ball. He, he, he was composing the ball. He was finding passes, and, and you know, I, I was I was very proud of him. Actually, he was kind of like I was like a proud dad in a way. And you know, I, I like to think that you know, I talked to him, and I, and, I, and I said to him yesterday before the game, I said, "Listen, this is your time to shine. Show what the lads, show the lads, and show the the um, the crowd what you can do." And he certainly done that. And yeah, I'm very happy for him. Thing now, I suppose, is to build on this. The last three home performances, Ipswich, Barnsley, and tonight, compared to a couple of away performances, it's just getting that consistency, isn't it, to move your way to the bottom of the league? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we we didn't cover ourselves in glory when we went to Cheltenham, and, and we all know that. And especially after Barnsley, we, we you know we played extremely well. It's about now getting consistency, and now we've we've played Wickham, we played. Um, derby today and I, I feel like there's a little bit of consistency we've got Chef Wed Friday which is, is, is going to be a hard game but again it's a, a game that we're all relishing and we're, it's a game that we're, um, we're dying to get there it's the Shrimps Verdict Podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. Hello from Dave Salmon. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. We always appreciate it. New episodes, of course, available on Apple, Google and Spotify and at beyondradio.co.uk after every single game in League and Cup. And it is the Cup for the next couple of games. Uh, we've uh, got a bit of a break from the League. MK dons our way next Tuesday in the third round of the Carabao Cup before our next League game, uh, which is a week on Saturday at home to Portsmouth but ahead of that it's the first round of the FA Cup and it's uh, an unusual Friday night fixture for the Shrimps so a quick turnaround from the Derby County game the trip to Hillsborough uh, coming up very quickly indeed and uh, a little while ago I was in conversation with James Mappin James is one of the presenters of the fantastic Wednesday Till I Die podcast a Sheffield Wednesday fans pod it's one of the best in League One do give a listen Uh, you can find them on Twitter and in all of the usual places and uh, James was giving me a bit of an insight into Darren Moore's men ahead of our trip there uh, this coming Friday. And of course, if you're not making the trip to Hillsborough on Friday, full match commentary from 7.30 on Beyond Radio's Shrimps Live. James, thanks so much for jumping on our podcast again. Always appreciate your time. Before we talk about our game, uh, give us the, uh, the plug, the sales pitch for Wednesday till I die. Yeah, like I said, it's the Wednesday Tide Eye podcast. Uh, you can find us on all uh, podcasting platforms. Uh, it's myself, uh, Liam Russell, and Giles Cook as well, former Wednesday player that, uh, that, that talks all about Sheffield Wednesday every single week, uh, the good, the bad, um, and everything in between, really. So, yeah, you can find us on Twitter as well. It's at WTID pod. It is a really good listen. Go and check it out Wednesday till I die. We'll plug that again at the end of the pod, James, I'm sure. Um, let's go back to the end of last season then. Are you. Do, do we have to? <laughs> Just briefly. Are you disappointed that you are, of course you are, that you are still in League One? Yeah. I mean, the aim at last season was obviously to get out of league one you know we, we we don't want to be in league one we want to be as high up as we possibly can be you know you look to 2016 we were so close to to getting into the premier league so uh yeah of course it's it's very different you know disappointing that that we didn't manage to do that but i think you've got to look on the on the whole i think if you look at where the club was when we got relegated from uh from the championship we was in a we was in a mess like so I think I even said back then, like at the start of last season, that 
a top 10 finish wouldn't be the end of the world. Of course, promotion was the aim, but when you looked at where we, where we was, that being said, the players that we signed, um, you know, we signed some excellent players last season. Um, I did think we had a real good chance and we did, you know, we gave it a good go. We had a bit of a blip in the middle of the, of the season, far too many draws, but we, we finished the season really strong and yeah, it was just, them, them two games against Sunderland wasn't uh, a reflection of how we've been playing for throughout that second half of the season, which, yeah, maybe the, the occasion kind of got to us a little bit in terms of we, we changed the style of play and, you know, instead of just treating it as two two games, it was tra- traders like, you know, obviously the, the two legs, which probably a bit, uh, a bit wrong. But, you know, we came so close, um, you know, fair play to Sunderland. They've been down here for... You know, they would admit far too long. So, yeah, obviously all the best to them. How do you assess your start to the season? It, it looks reasonable on paper, at least. Yeah, it does. But if, if you speak to, if you look on, on Twitter, on social media, if you speak to certain fans, you think we're in the relegation zone, the way that people are going off. Um, yeah, there's been a great start. I've kept quite a lot of clean sheets uh, as well in that. Obviously, we conceded three in the opening game, a 3-3 thriller, which, um, you know, Kind of thinking, wait a minute, this is it, it were a, weird, a weird game, a tale of two two halves. Um, like I said, the, the the players that we've got, we, we were still bringing players in right up until the end of the transfer window. Thought we needed a few tweaks, but clearly that wasn't the case. Having brought in, you know, seemingly a whole new uh, whole new starting eleven. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, we'd you know the squad that we've got on paper. You you know the bookies have tipped us to go up as as champions. The, the championship isn't won next week. It, it's it's won in May. So uh, as long as we're there come the end of the season, then there's nothing to worry about. So Darren Moore, as a manager then, James, as an outsider, it seems that he slightly polarises opinion within your fan base. Is, is, is that true? Yeah, and I don't I don't know why, to be honest. I think he's, he's the nicest guy you could ever meet. I've not met him personally, but from what everyone's been saying, you know, when he came into the club, made a point of meeting every single one from the people at reception to the to the cleaners to the the chefs and all all those people that that form part of Sheffield Wednesday Football Club. Um, he does look a bit like a gentle giant, uh, but I've been assured that you know he has got a, a strong side to him as well. I think um, you know a lot of the players that have come into Sheffield Wednesday have, have all spoken out and said that the reason for signing for Sheffield Wednesday is because of Darren Moore and his vision and, and what he wants to do with the football club. It, it you know I must admit there's certain decisions that he makes that on the face of it look a bit strange um, and perhaps you know you might not want to do that. I think I think what it is as well. I don't think it's anything to do with Darren Moore. I just think it's Sheffield Wednesday as a football club and as a, as a fan base. I think that word entitlement comes into it and I, I, I hate that. And I don't think we're entitled, you know, no club should be entitled to, to be anywhere when, you know, we're in this division because the results weren't good enough and we couldn't get out of this division last season and we weren't good enough this season before. Hence why we're relegated. I don't know you could look into the points deductions and all, and all things like that. Um, but ultimately we are, we are where we are because of the, the, you know, the performances on the pitch and we've got to, you know, we've got to get out of there. Um, yes, I know we're a big club and everything like that, but I think some some fans expect us to to steamroll every single you know uh, every single team, beat everyone five nil, and you know that's not going to happen every single week. 
all right, it happened against Forest Green, but Barnsley beat us two nil, and you've just got to, you know, take the take the roughly the smooth, and and hopefully over the course of the season, you know, we can amass enough points to get out of the division. But I think yeah, people expect us to be in the in the championship, which you know that that's not that's not right, and and then that just comes across to the manager, you know, it makes it it makes a change, and it don't come off, and then it's his fault, um, yeah. and you know it starts to spiral like that, and I think there's certain people that set the stall out and they just don't like Darren Moore as a manager. Um, when we win, it's because the other team was, was poor. And when we lose, it's all Darren Moore's fault, um, which like I said, I don't, I don't, I have a bit more of a, a broader um, outlook on, on things. And I just think that he's done a fantastic job. The club was in a mess when he came in. We're starting to turn that ship around. You know, the players that we've got in are probably arguably better than the ones that we had when we, when we came down from the championship. We're winning games. I, w- I want to go to Hillsborough. I mean, I always wanted to go to Hillsborough before. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like I'm excited now, and and that obviously comes with you know we were 14 games unbeaten at, at Hillsborough, so you know I've not seen them losing quite some time, but you know it, it, that's all because of partly down to Darren Moore, really. For those who perhaps aren't familiar with the new players and and the style, tell us everything we need to know about a. Current season, Darren Moore, Sheffield Wednesday formations. One wants to watch. What do we need to know? I've already mentioned the uh, the defence in you know Dominic Iorfa, uh, Michael Hequa, and Mark McGuinness. Then we've been having Johnson as a left wing back and and Liam Palmer. Liam Palmer has been at Sheffield Wednesday all his career. Um, had a bit of you know un- unfair criticism, I think, throughout his uh, career. But he's playing his best football that, he's, that he ever has played. Scored two goals as well already this season and he always you know has been you know famous for for not scoring any goals throughout his uh, his career um um the middle it's got to be Barry Bannon uh, I'm guessing George Byers as well then there's probably question marks over who the third one will be it has been Tariq Backinson over recent weeks but we've also got uh Fizeo Della Bashiru who we've managed to keep after the um, there was rumors that he was going to perhaps go to Blackpool Blackpool were, were in for him in the transfer deadline uh day you know, bids that we had we had rejected as well so he could possibly start uh, and then up front it's, it's going to be either lee gregory josh windass uh, and michael smith i would have thought you know um two of two of those starting up top it has been gregory and windass for all the quality that you have james are there any weaknesses can you give us any glimmers of light that that, that we can hurt you obviously you know, stopping Barry Bannon from playing is, is one. You know, some of the passes that he can do is is absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, he sees passes that you know I, I don't know how he does that. Uh, not only seeing them, but he also executes them as well. So, yeah, stopping um, stopping Barry Bannon would also be be key. Um, that being said, we, we've also sco- you know we have scored goals from range. I think I saw a. And if any of your listeners look at the XG or anything like that, but we're, we're performing well above um, in terms of expected goals, which obviously means that we, we're scoring goals from from long distance. So, yeah, we do like to have a shot from from outside the box. That's perhaps something that we didn't do last season. We were trying to walk it into the box and teams that came in and were resolute and, and kind of um, defended strong, we, we did struggle against those. Uh, we often say, you know, we, we struggled against the likes of Accrington, Morecambe. Because I think you know, when, when you came to our place, I think we, we amateur you for the first 10 minutes and then I think you, you changed the way that you were that you were playing or you did something. We should have been two goals up and, yeah. and then we struggled. It took us right up until the, I think the 70, 80th minute or something like that until we managed to get the breakthrough. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, we, we we do. If you if you are resolute and defend, we will. Um, you know, we we have historically struggled with that. And in terms of how the season is going to pan out, I am still quite quietly confident that we're that we're going to get automatic promotion. I'm not going to be cocky or arrogant and say that we're going to win the league. So I'll I'll settle for second. <laughs> James, thanks so much. Give us the plug one more time for Wednesday Till I Die. Yeah, if you search for the Wednesday Till I Die podcast on all the podcasting platforms and you can find us on social media, it's at WTID pod, whether that's Twitter, Instagram or Facebook as well. And it's a great pod. It's one of the best in League One, if you don't mind me saying so. So please give that a listen because it will give you some great insight into the club both before and after our game James thanks so much uh, good luck you are going to be up there at the end of the season no doubt I, I think before a ball was kicked I had you for automatic promotion so that's put the kiss of death on it straight away but y- <laughs> you're going to be in the mix there's no doubt about that so good luck for the season and uh, we'll speak to you next time cheers Dave every kick every game every goal following Morecambe FC in League One full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio this is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio